Welcome back to Femininity After Dark, where we focus on confidence building and the power of persuasion using the feminine force. I am your host, Keandria Balwus, and this week we enter phase two of the seduction process. You should be so proud of yourself for making it this far. But the excitement, the fun of the game is just beginning. We are in phase two, as I mentioned before, where we focus on leading your target astray and creating pleasure and confusion. Now, at this point, your victims are sufficiently intrigued and their desire for you is growing, but their attachment is weak and at any moment they could decide to turn back. The goal in this phase is to lead your victims so far astray by keeping them emotional and confused, giving them pleasure but making them want more. Retreat is no longer possible. Springing on them a pleasant surprise will make them see you as delightfully unpredictable, but will also keep them off balance. The artful use of soft and pleasant words will intoxicate them and stimulate fantasies. Aesthetic touches and pleasant little rituals will titillate their senses and distract their minds. Your greatest danger in this phase is the mere hint of routine or familiarity. You need to maintain some mystery to keep a little distance so that in your absence, your victims become obsessed with you. They may realize that they are falling for you, but they must never suspect how much of this has come from your manipulations. A well-timed display of your weakness, of how emotional you have become under their influence will help cover your tracks. To excite your victims and make them highly emotional, you must give them the feeling that they are actually living some of the fantasies you have stirred in their imagination. By giving them only a part of the fantasy, you will keep them coming back for more. Focusing your attention on them so that the rest of the world fades away, even taking them on a trip, will lead them far astray. There is no turning back. The moment people feel they know what to expect from you, your spell on them is broken. More, you have ceded them power. The only way to lead the seduced along and keep the upper hand is to create suspense, a calculated surprise. People love a mystery, and this is the key to luring them further into your web. Behave in a way that leaves them wondering, what are you up to? Doing something they do not expect from you will give them a delightful sense of spontaneity. They will not be able to foresee what comes next. You are always one step ahead and in control. Give the victim a thrill with a sudden change of direction. Have you ever read a mystery novel or a thriller, even horror novel, or watched a movie with those similar themes? If you have, then you understand how exciting and how thrilling <laughs> these books and movies can be. They keep you intrigued, they keep you watching, they keep you reading, they keep you listening. This is how we have to be with our target. Once you become predictable, 
they know what you're going to say. They know how you're going to react. They know what you're going to do. They know all of your interests. You become boring. It's no longer... It's no longer exciting. You're not keeping them roped in. You're not keeping them entertained. So I want to go over some simple ways that you can keep your target intrigued by you. Now, we have gone over some of these tactics earlier in previous seasons. I believe season two and season three, we touched on these. So I'm not going to go too deep into it uh, because it can be a bit redundant but I do want to reiterate some things so it really just depends on your target like we always say you have to study your target you can't half-ass this you can't skip that step you have to know what your target is interested in what they're like as a person and more importantly, how they see you as a person and if you're lining up with their values and what they are interested in. So it's really important for you to figure out what your target sees in you, what they find attractive about you. And a way to know that you are on the right track and you're doing the right thing is if you are in alignment with what they, what they find attractive. I'm hoping that makes sense. You guys know I don't script these episodes. I just kind of, I just have a conversation with you. And um, I think it's more natural that way. I enjoy it that way. Let me know what you guys think. But one way to figure out what your target thinks of you, well, me personally, I use tarot readings. If you want a tarot reading, you can book book me for that, by the way. But um, one way to figure out how your target sees you, just listen, really. Pay attention to the compliments that they give you, um, how they look at you and respond to you in certain situations. You definitely have to be an active listener and participant in the conversations. You have to be willing to psychoanalyze your target you should know your target better than your target knows their self like you should be you should be psychoanalyzing them every chance you get and understanding things about how their mind works in in ways that they probably have not acknowledged or don't really want to acknowledge you know most people don't want to go within and figure out what's going on within themselves, like what's going on in their head, because it's, it's a scary fucking place. Like, you know, we, we can think some, some fucked up shit sometimes and you don't want to, you don't want to go into it, but you know, for our purposes, it's important for you to know both the positives about your person and the negatives. You have to be aware of their red flags. You have to be aware of their triggers. You need to know everything because everything can be used to your advantage in this game of seduction. So just pay attention to the kind of compliments that they give you, how they react to you in certain situations. Uh, Make sure that you're experimenting and that's what keeping them in suspense is really all about. It's about 
It's about experimenting so that you can not only learn more about your target in the process, but you can also keep them really intrigued and interested in you. And this is going to create a stronger bond, a stronger connection, because if you know things stay at the same level, then your seduction is not going to be successful. You want it to get deeper and deeper to the point where your person is constantly thinking about you. They need you. They're like fiending for you like a, like a Jodeci song, okay? That's the energy that you want to create in your connection with your person of interest. So here are some ways that you can do that just kind of, you know, off the top of my head. So we'll start with men. Um, if you're a man or if you possess a lot of masculine energy and you're more attracted to feminine energy, then your best bet is going to be having this adventurous side to you, uh, creating this spontaneity by planning trips, um, buying gifts, it's going to be a lot of a lot of money spent. <laughs> but keep in mind that we did talk about how being stingy, how being selfish, how being cheap is very anti-seductive. If you haven't listened to that episode, make sure you check it out, the anti-seducer episode. So you definitely want to make sure that you're able to spoil your target, make sure you're able to give them the things that they want and spoil them and just show them the time of their life, the royal treatment. And, you know, not many people are willing to go that far in a seduction. Not many people are willing to put in that effort. You know, you're going to get equal results to the effort that you put into this game. It's like any sport. If you don't practice, if you don't build your skill set, then you will lose. <laughs> so you want to make sure that you're practicing. You want to make sure that you're putting in more effort. Um, you never want to assume that your target is only interested in you. You never want to assume that you don't have competition because I guarantee that you do. Because if you're drawn to this person, you find them attractive, you think there's something good about them, you see it in them, then I guarantee that several others see the same amazing qualities that you do. And if you find your person attractive, there's a good chance that a lot of other people find your person attractive. So if you want to be the last man standing and you want to win that person over, then your best bet is to, you know, spoil them, but make sure that you spoil them in a way that makes sense for your person. Don't just do things because you saw it in a movie or you think that this is what all feminine energies are going to like. Make it make sense for your target. So like I said, you can't really skip studying your target. That is like the biggest and most important part of seduction because this is a psychological game. Remember when we talked about, uh, you know, in the very beginning, we talked about how this is not really even about what you look like. It's about how you can get into somebody's head. I was on Facebook earlier and I saw this article about Biggie 
and how he was with all these women and all of them were so in love with him and he was like playing them really like he was on some player shit and I was thinking to myself I was like how the hell (laughs) how the hell did they let this man play them and I'm sorry if you're a Biggie fan and that offends you I'm not really sorry actually Tupac fan forever period but anyway I was like how did they let this man like I'm looking at him and I'm like how the hell but you know you have to remember that seduction is a psychological game it's psychological warfare it's not it's not about the physical if you can learn how to use your words if you can learn to spoil people and give them experiences that they've never had before they will fall in love with you so I would say as a man those are Uh, the things that you can do. Figure out what your person likes, you know, what kind of gifts they like. Pay attention to what their eyes linger on, you know, when you're in a store or when you're in a restaurant or whatever. What do they, what do they notice? You know, do they spend a little bit of extra time looking at a certain dress or a certain necklace or whatever? Because, you know, in my opinion, your target should never have to outright tell you anything you should be able to pick up on their energy you should be able to pick up on what they like and what they dislike just by observing them and you know you can't really be lazy about that so if you notice that you know you're out and about and you walk past this dress and your person their eyes linger on that dress you know and there's this longing in their eye right maybe go back and buy that dress and surprise her with it, you know? Leave it on her doorstep or something, not on no stalker shit, like make sure she actually knows who you are so that it's romantic. But you could have it delivered to her or something like that with a note like, um, this dress would look so good on you. I would be honored if you'd meet me for dinner tonight, 8 p.m. I'll pick you up or I'll I'll have a car come pick you up and just take her to a nice restaurant. Um, Make sure that you know what type of food she likes. Take her to a restaurant that she's never been to, okay? And I'm going to tell you what I'm doing here. So when she was looking at that dress and she was longing for that dress and now you've bought her that dress, Guess where that longing feeling is transferred to? You. Because you just provided her with something that she's been wanting. And now she wants you because most guys aren't doing that. Most guys aren't going the extra mile anymore. Most guys have forgotten how to be romantic if they ever knew in the first place. So, you know, you want to stand out. It's not enough to tell a woman, you know, oh, I think you're so beautiful and whatever, you know, maybe in the past that worked, but women are waking up, you know, they're listening to femininity after dark and they're finding their confidence. And so telling her how pretty she is, isn't enough because she knows she's pretty. And there are a million other men out there telling her how pretty she is. So you got to stand out and you have to go the extra mile. Don't be lazy. If you're lazy, you're going to get low quality. I'm, I'm just going to let you know. You're never going to get the woman that you actually want. You're going to get, you know, what you can get, basically. 
<laughs> you know. So that longing is transferred to you and then you know, she wears this dress and then you tell her how beautiful she looks and it means much more because now you're not just telling her how beautiful she looks, but you're you're applying a pressure with that as well. And, you know, she's wearing a dress that you bought for her and it just, it becomes so much more special. So you can see how psychology is coming, you know, into play here. Make sure that the restaurant that you go to isn't a fucking buffet or a goddamn Chili's, okay? I don't care if she says her favorite restaurant is Chili's. You know, <laughs> don't take her to Chili's because nine times out of ten, if she thinks her best food is going to come from Chili's, it's because she hasn't experienced anything greater. And yes, it can be tempting, I know, to give her the bare minimum because you're like, oh, well, I'll get it anyway. But I promise you, you'll get much more in the long run if you go the extra mile for her and stand out. And let's say she doesn't appreciate it. You take her to a five-star restaurant and she's like, this is too bougie. I don't like it. Guess what? Other women are watching. Women watch. So they're looking at how well you're treating her and how much of a gentleman you are. And even if that girl ends up not being the one for you, now you have more options because other women are like, wow, look at how he's treating her. I wish a man would treat me that way. And now they're looking at you like you're a Casanova, okay? So believe me, I know what I'm talking about, all right? So now for the women, how can you be spontaneous and keep your person intrigued? For women, it's a little different. I would say that for most women, you'd be better off being a little bit more subtle. Um, and it really just depends on your personality. So the homework for you is to get to know yourself. What is your personality like? Uh, what's your sense of humor like? Humor is something that I use a lot. I like friendly banter. I like to kind of poke fun. Uh, that's one of the ways that I have noticed that I flirt with people and it kind of works for me because that's just my personality. I feel silly when I'm being too, too soft. It just feels weird and it comes across as unnatural. So it's going to be different and tailor it to you, but I can speak for myself and from my own experience and I find that a lot of men like a little bit of friendly banter like don't like you know punch him in the gut and be like gotta be quicker than that or no you know <laughs> don't do anything like that but still be very flirty and feminine and some nice banter and some wittiness some sarcasm but make sure that you have this glint in your eye. Make sure that you're smirking a little bit so that they know that you're joking and you're not actually trying to make them feel bad <laughs> about who they are or anything. And make sure it's very lighthearted. No like really touchy subjects or um, anything, you know, hurtful. <laughs> you don't want to do that. Um, but I find that being very quick-witted is a way that you can keep your person on their toes because they're like, man, what is, what's going to come out of her mouth next? And oh, wow, she's so entertaining. She's so funny. Uh, but like I said, it's going to be different for everybody. That's just the way that I do it. 
Another thing is to switch up your look often, you know, different hair, different nail color. You know, you might think that men don't notice these things. And even if you're interested in women or whatever gender um, is is of interest to you, it doesn't really matter. People do take notice of the details. So you want to make sure that you're, you know, changing up your look um, doing different things to enhance your appearance, especially if your target is male or has a lot of masculine energy. They're going to be very visual creatures, so you want to make sure that you're putting a lot of emphasis and a lot of effort into your appearance. That's like a big part of it. But at the same time, I want you to remember that it's not so much about what you look like, but it's a psychological game. So you can't just focus on your looks and be dull as hell in conversation. You have to have both to be the ultimate package. Um, so, for example, say your person is a bit of an adrenaline junkie, right? And they just love going on adventures. They love doing crazy stuff. As a woman, even if you know you're somebody who loves adventure too, nine times out of ten, men are not going to see you that way. They're not going to see you as somebody who's tough and adventurous. So you just don't play that role. Um, very rarely it works, but you'd be safer to pretend to show a weakness and act like you're a little bit scared, but you are willing to try it. Um, and like they're opening you up to something that's so new and oh my gosh, like I've never done this before and this is this is so crazy. Like you really do things like this and just like act so impressed by how brave he is and you know, then he feels like you guys shared this moment and this experience. He feels like he's smart and he's strong and he he got you to do something you would never do so he must be so amazing and um, then after that, maybe, you know, I'm trying to think, I lost, I lost track of what I was saying. I'm not even going to lie to you because again, I don't script and yeah, ADHD, but, um, uh, <laughs> I would say allow him to feel very masculine, very much in control, but in reality, you're the one who's in control and this is going to, um, Keep it to uh, keep it where he never suspects that your manipulation is the reason that he's falling in love with you. He's just gonna think it's his own choice and that he's choosing you. It's he's never going to suspect that you know it's because you have put all of this into his mind. So those are just a few examples. Um, I would love to hear how you guys use this. How are you going to make your target? Uh, excited and keep them intrigued how are you going to keep them in suspense let me know in our facebook group femininity after dark make sure you join that we have over 300 members now which is really really exciting it's an amazing group and everybody's so loving and supportive toward each other i would love to hear your stories let me know how you use this what technique did you use and how did it work out for you Thank you so much to all of you for listening and subscribing. I really appreciate you. We are almost at 900 subscribers on Spotify, and that's crazy. 
Also, I want to let you know that once we hit a thousand subscribers on Spotify, I will be hosting an online event for my Femininity After Dark group members only. So if you haven't joined already, make sure you join our group and we're going to have a really good time there. So I want you to think of yourself as a roller coaster. Why do people love roller coasters? Well, the car rises slowly to the top, then suddenly hurls you into space, whips you to the side, throws you upside down in every possible direction. The riders laugh and scream. What thrills them is to let go, to grant control to someone else who propels them in unexpected directions. What new thrills await them around the corner? So the reason that people love roller coasters is this, this um, excitement that comes from not knowing what's going to happen next, not knowing what sensations are going to go through them, not knowing what, what to expect. And, you know, you should see yourself as that roller coaster. But something I do want to point out and I want you to be aware of is that you can't keep doing the same thing over and over because if you do that, then it's no longer a surprise, right? So say you have a moody personality and you keep roping your person in with your, you know, your anger and then your sadness and your happiness um, just all over the place. Not only does that make you look like you're emotionally unstable, which is not attractive to most people, um, it's going to give your person um, more control because you run the risk of you run the risk of making your person so afraid that they begin to think. You don't want your person to be using their head very much in this because as soon as they begin to think too much your psychological game isn't going to work too well, now is it? You want to keep them so dizzy in love with you that they're on cloud nine and there are no thoughts on cloud nine except for thoughts of you and you want those thoughts to be positive. Now, this isn't saying that you have to be some robot who's happy and cheerful all the time, but you definitely don't want to use your emotions too much. And if you are going to use your emotions, make sure that you aren't highly emotional for no reason. And what I mean by that is make sure that if you are going to display some type of emotion that you have something to gain from it. Um, and you also don't have to be very vocal about how you feel. A lot of the time people will respond more to your absence and your silence than you know you yelling at them. When you yell at somebody, you're just, you're, you're talking to a brick wall. They're going to tune you out. They're not going to listen. It's better for you to remove your energy from them. And since you've already gotten them addicted to you, they're going to go through this withdrawal period where they're going to be like, oh, wait, where, where's my person? I must have done something wrong. I need to do this to make them, you know. But we'll get more into that later in this season. But for right now, I just want you to focus on learning about yourself, learning more and more about your target, finding ways that are natural to you to uh, keep your person intrigued and, you know, uh, provide that 
calculated surprise, that spontaneity that we find so thrilling, so intoxicating. <laughs> now for our affirmation of the week. My target is always thinking of me. My target is obsessed with me because I keep them on their toes. They find me so intriguing, so exciting. There is no one who compares to me. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I really appreciate it and I do value our time together. If you'd like to connect more, make sure to check me out on Facebook, Keandria Belus, my name, and on TikTok, Keandria Belus. See you there. Bye.